Welcome to the Mind Bay Podcast, the show that delves deep into the realms of entrepreneurship, inspiration, motivation, manifestation, and the power of the subconscious mind. I'm your host, Evie, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards unlocking your full potential. Each week, we'll be diving into thought-provoking conversations and sharing valuable insights to hone your mindset and create extraordinary success in your life. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a budding business owner, or simply seeking inspiration to pursue your passions, this podcast is designed to uplift, motivate, and provide you with the tools and strategies you need to thrive both personally and professionally. Are you ready to tap into the limitless power of your mind and unleash your entrepreneurial spirit? Then you're in the right place. Get ready to explore topics like mindset hacks, manifestation techniques, overcoming challenges, and finding that perfect balance between business and well-being. With each episode, I aim to empower you with actionable steps, real-life stories of triumph, and insights that will help you break through the barriers and create a life of abundance and fulfillment. So join me every week as we embark on this transformative journey together. Subscribe now and get ready to awaken your mind, ignite your passion, and become the best version of yourself. This is the Mind Bay Podcast, and I'm your host, Evie. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Bay Podcast. I'm so grateful you're here, and today I want to have a chat with you about something many of us deal with, especially in the world we live in now. And it's the idea that we can get pretty much anything we want super quickly just by pressing a button. We're in a time and age where we're all hooked on getting things right away. When you think about it, we have services like Amazon Prime that can deliver stuff to our door overnight. And it's like we've forgotten what it's like to wait for things. Now, this need for instant gratification can be a bit tricky, especially when you're starting your own business. Imagine you're starting a new business and you're all excited about it, but because we're so used to getting things fast, you might expect your business to be a huge success overnight. But that's not always how it works, and being too caught up in wanting things instantly can really slow down your progress when you're trying to build something lasting like a business. And it's like expecting a plant to grow into a tree overnight, and it just doesn't happen. So as entrepreneurs, it's important to remember that good things usually take time, even in a world where we're so used to getting everything we want in a snap. So I want to talk to you about how to build patience. And in a world of instant gratification, having patience is a superpower. So how can you become more patient? Now, after five years of being business, I've learned a trick or two that helped me stay on the patient train and helped me not to give up when I didn't get the results I wanted right away. Because ultimately... That's why a lot of business owners don't make it when they're starting a business. They don't see the results that they're working towards fast enough. And because of that, they get discouraged and decide to just throw in the towel, even without knowing that their breakthrough might be just around the corner if they had just a little bit more patience. So here are three tips that will help you in building your patience or that can help you in staying patient when you don't instantly see the results that you would like to have in your business. So this 
are the three tips that I've noticed for myself and learned for myself after being five years in business. So here we go. The first one is start small enough to get a fast win. This is something I've learned to do over the years, and I have to say it's one of the biggest hacks to stay on track and keep going in your business, even when things are going slow. What most business owners do when they start their business is just having this big vision. And don't get me wrong, it's great to have a big vision and have big ambitions. In fact, I would encourage it not to play small. But here's the thing, if you only think about your big dream every day, which might take let's say five years to achieve it's like staring at a mount everest a huge mountain that you're about to climb and all you see to get to the top is struggle and it feels really far away it feels really heavy and so if you say i'm going to climb this big thing super fast it can get too hard and frustrating and you might even say I give up. Let me just slide back down, process the disappointment and add it to my list of failures, never attempting to climb that mountain again because I don't want to go through this experience again and I just had proof that I couldn't do it. So what I found to be super helpful is to just focus on setting small goals, mini goals, I like to call them, that you know you can achieve and that will give you that quick win. It could look like setting a small goal for a certain amount of customers or sales that you want to have in your business within a certain amount of time or a certain amount of revenue that you want to achieve in your business. When you first start your business, instead of focusing on reaching that 10K in revenue uh, within a month, what if you could just focus on setting that first sale? Because it all starts with having proof of what you're doing is working. And so when you can focus on achieving one small thing you have that quick win and you have that dopamine shot that's gonna keep you going this is something that I did when I first started my coaching business and it helped me get sales in the first year of starting my second business because my coaching business is different from my chiropractic business my chiropractic business is more brick and mortar and local so I could promote it easily and locally and there wasn't too much competition in the area but my coaching business is online and it's an international business and there's a lot of other coaches out there in kind of the same space because the online space is just one big space where we're all in so growing my coaching business did go slower than when I was starting my chiropractic business so if you're listening to this and you have an online business after having a brick and mortar business and you're like hmm this business isn't growing as fast as my physical business did know that this is normal And you might need to use some patience in growing and scaling your business. I know there's a lot of marketing out there of how great it is to have an online business. You have this freedom and you can have these massive sales because you can reach like a big audience with the internet and all of that is true. But the reality that I've noticed for myself is that it just takes a little bit of time to get to that level. And that's why setting a small goal that will give you that quick win help you so much in your journey to manifesting your big vision for success. Because when you're able to achieve these small goals, you have these small wins that deliver the proof that you can reach what you set yourself out to do and you can start build momentum. So focus on that first sale or your first five sales and then double it to the next 10 sales or your next revenue goal. 
The same thing for promoting your business. A lot of people have this misconception that if I can get more followers, I will get more sales. And they're trying to grow a massive audience, spending all their time in creating content or getting stuck in this loop of chasing followers, being frustrated that they don't have thousands of followers on their social media. While you could make your first sale to one of those maybe 100 followers that you have in your audience right now. I don't have a huge following with my businesses. I have under 1,000 followers on Instagram currently, and I'm still making sales in both of my businesses because I'm focused on winning small. Do I eventually want to grow my audience and reach more people? Of course, I love to be of service of as many people as possible because my offerings I know that they can transform life for the better. But my focus right now is on those who are already interested and who I can help right now. You need to focus on the small ones first, which when you compound them will automatically get you to your ultimate big vision. It's a lot more motivating to keep going in that way and to stay patient to reach your big goals and visions. So that's number one, to set your goals small enough so you can get that quick win and you get that dopamine shot in your brain and it's keeping you motivated to keep going. So let's dive in to my second tip to stay patient in growing your business, which is focus on habits rather than the goal alone. Imagine growing your business is like climbing a ladder. Instead of just looking at the top where you want to get or the goal or the mini goal that you want to achieve, think about the steps that you have to take each day to climb up. So when I say focus on habits, it means paying attention to the things you do regularly or daily in your life and business that will help you show up as your best self. So let's say that you have a mini goal that you want to achieve that will lead up to achieving your big goal. Ask yourself, What are your daily habits that you need to have in order to reach that goal? Like if you want more customers, make a habit of talking to people on social media or promoting your offer or making sure your customers that you currently have are happy by checking in with them regularly via email or any other way that you communicate with them. If it's a skill that you want to improve or learn, what do you need to do daily to master this skill and stand out with your business? Because ultimately, What I've noticed is that successful businesses is a combination of mindset, strategy, and being really good in a certain skill set that people are out looking for that solves a problem. So when you stick to your daily routines of like improving your skills, making sure that you can show up in your best way by having certain habits that improve your mindset or that can keep you going on your strategy, Like I mentioned earlier, you will see yourself winning every day. Getting better at what you do each day is going to also help you build your confidence because ultimately, confidence comes from competence. And that comes from doing things repetitively on a daily basis that add to your growth. I'd even say that focusing on your habits is more crucial than thinking about just your end goal. If you stick to good habits and you can do the right things in your business every day, you'll reach your goal without even realizing it. And it can even help you detach yourself from the outcome, avoiding a lot of frustration 
and impatience because sometimes you can get so focused on your goal and all you see is that you aren't there yet, that you start to ignore or dismiss any wins that you have along the way and you have this tunnel vision where you're tense, not open to any other opportunities that might come your way and simply get stuck in this frustration of like, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet. And you can only carry that heaviness for so long until one day you're like, okay, I'm done. This is too heavy. What I'm doing isn't working because I haven't reached my goal yet. While all along, you were in fact building momentum, getting more knowledge, gaining more traction. And if you would have just stuck in there a little longer, just focusing or sticking to those small daily habits that make all the difference, you would have gotten there. So that's tip number two. Focus on your daily habits more than your goal. And that brings us to my last tip for you, but definitely not less important in building patience in your business. And I might even say that this is probably the most important one of all to keep going and have that patience. And that is to respect your seasons. Now, what do I mean by seasons? Imagine having energy levels as the changing seasons in, the na in nature. So you have summer, autumn, winter, and spring. And as business owners, our energy cycles go through these seasons as well. And it's a unique experience for each and every single one of us. And these seasons might not always go in the same cycles as the seasons that we experience in nature. So you could be in your summer season, for example, while it's winter outside. So during your summer season, I like to call them summer and winter seasons because th these are like highly productive and then less productive and then you have something in between. So during your summer season, you might feel incredibly inspired, ready to tackle any challenge and sticking to your habits becomes like a second nature. It's like you're effortlessly slaying your way towards your goals. These are the moments where everything just seems to click and you notice a fast progress. However, just like the nature transitions into autumn and winter, your energy levels can also have a quieter period or quieter periods. And it may look like you're not feeling inspired to create content for your business or you're not motivated to get up in the morning and, can go and get going or be very committed to your task with the same amount of energy as you would have in your summer season. And it's essential to recognize and respect these seasons in your own energy. And when you're in your winter season, you can have days where you just want to hit the snooze button a bit more in the morning or you notice that your energy levels and creativity aren't as high as you would like them to be. And especially for women who have a menstrual cycle, you may notice a drop in your energy levels when you're on your period or even right before, right, like right before you're about to have your period. But then once you're ovulating, you suddenly have this surge of energy. And this is because there's so many changes in our hormones that it's biologically affecting our energy levels. And realizing this fact of, okay, I'm in my cycle and my energy levels aren't as, as like a man would have, it was a little bit getting used to it for me because as female business owners, we have a 28-day energy cycle and it felt a bit challenging compared to a male counterpart, which has like a steady 24-7 energy flow. 
But then I thought about it differently and instead of seeing it as unfair, I started to recognize that it's something special. My energy has its own rhythm with its highs and lows and that's pretty cool. And I do believe that men also go through these uh, summer and winter cycles. But I think as women, we have like this extra cycle when we have our menstruational um, cycles as well when you're a woman that is on her period. So if you're like, okay, I am a woman on my period and sometimes I have high energy, sometimes I have low energy, just know that this is a natural thing and it's nothing um, to be frustrated about. Because what's even more awesome is that these energy cycles bring some real benefits to the table, actually. During these high energy phases, you can be super productive and you can tackle these big tasks with enthusiasm. It's like having a burst of creative power. And then during the low energy times, you can learn to embrace it as a period of reflection and self-care. It's then when you can recharge and reassess and just come back so much stronger. So your unique energy cycle is not just a quirk. It's a superpower and it adds depth and resilience to your entrepreneurial journey. I see these low energy seasons as a sign from my body and the universe that it's time to go inward. Like I mentioned earlier, to recharge and reflect and just take time and take an inventory of what's working in my life and my business and what are the other areas that need some attention and focus. So when you find yourself in this low energy mode, Trying to be super productive as you were a week before might not be your best move. It's like trying to push against the tide and trust me, that could only lead to burnout. Instead, just think of it as your body giving you a heads up, like listen to it, go with the flow and work with your energy, not against it. And this might just save you from a bigger setback in the long run. Now, when you're in this low season, That doesn't mean you can't do anything at all and you need to completely drop everything and use it as a permission slip to stop working towards your goals completely and be a couch potato. If you notice that you're in this low season, just ask yourself, what is the bare minimum I need to do to stick to my habits that will lead me to my goal? Or you can just set up systems that can help you run your business when you're in this low season. I'm thinking of scheduling your social media posts, batching content, using software to automate certain things in your business, or even outsource certain tasks that someone else can do for you that they're happy to do it. So just because you're in a low season doesn't have to mean that your business needs to be in a low season. It just means that you can take some more time for your self-care And this would be a great time to journal, meditate, do some low impact exercises and breath work, watch some videos on some strategies relating to your business, or just read a book. This way, you're not actively productive, but you're still doing something that will help you move faster and better once you're out of your low seasons. I notice I get a lot of aha moments once I'm just reflecting in my winter season. And sometimes these aha moments from the reflection can just catapult me into a summer season and I would just create a bunch of resources or strategies for my business and it helps me work a lot smarter and not harder, like pushing against the current, just thinking like if I just hustle more, if I just work more, I'd get better results. No, I just sit down and look, okay, what's working, what is not working and I can get like a bird's eye view over my business 
And then these little adjustments can make such a big difference. So when you go slow, it doesn't necessarily mean that your business is going to go slow. But often we get caught up in thinking, if I just do more and work more and hustle more, I will get to my goal faster. And this way of thinking can strand you straight into burnout. Building a sustainable business is like planting a garden. You can't force the flowers to bloom by pulling at them. You nurture your soul, you water the seeds, and let time do its magic. That's the secret sauce. So my friend, let go of that need for instant gratification. Patience is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. Your goals aren't going anywhere, and neither are you. Enjoy the journey, savor the process, and watch your progress unfold into something truly extraordinary. So that was it for today's episode on building your patience. I hope it was very helpful for you that you will keep these three tips in mind. Let me sum them up again for you. So the first one was start small enough to get a fast win. Secondly, focus on habits rather than the goal alone. And then thirdly, respect your seasons. And with that, we end the episode for this week and I will see you in the next one. Thank you for joining me on this transformative journey through the realms of the mind on the MindBay podcast. I hope you gain valuable insights and tools to unleash the power of your mind. If you're hungry for more mind-expanding content, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode and you'll be the first to know when new content is released. I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on social media and share your favorite moments, key takeaways, and any questions or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at mindbabe.co to join our growing community of curious minds. If you're ready to take your mind mastery journey even further, consider joining my exclusive one-on-one coaching program, The Limitless Entrepreneur. Visit my website, www.mindbabe.co to learn more and apply. Lastly, if you find value in my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your reviews help me to reach more people on their quest to unlock the infinite potential of their minds. Thank you for being a part of the MindBabe community. Together, let's continue to explore boundless wonders of the mind and create a life filled with purpose, growth, and limitless possibilities. This is Evie signing off. Until next time, keep expanding, keep evolving, and keep embracing the extra